0: ratty boy with a femdom, that dynamic really gets me because in a way I have a lot of top energy, but it really gets me off when like someone tells me what to do.
1: I've been contemplating ending the relationship or I don't know what my next move is.
2: You know, BDSM, bondage, discipline, sadomasochism, you know, just could even mean handcuffs and blindfolds. By sex. Eyes that mock our sacred
1: institutions. Bedroom eyes, they call them in a bygone day.
2: One of the things I've learned after 15 years of doing this podcast is that sex isn't linear. I mean, there's no sex police knocking on your door saying sex must start here and end there. And guess what? There's no one policing your relationship decisions either. You get to choose what kind of relationship works for you. I know there's a lot of dating apps out there, and it can be overwhelming. I mean, maybe you weren't finding people who wanted the same lifestyle as you did, or they just simply weren't a good match. Well, this is why I'm so thrilled to introduce Open. I've never seen a dating app like it. It was built on the premise that connections start with a foundation of openness, honesty, and respect. It's an app to use if you're single or as a couple. Polyamorous are open? Check. Kinky? Check. LGBTQIA+, check. You'll find acceptance, respect, and inclusivity from everyone in the Hashtag Open community, no matter how you identify or who you prefer to be with. Hashtag Open asks that you just show up as yourself. I'm excited to try Hashtag Open, and I want to hear about your experience. It's available for iPhone or Android, and it's absolutely free. Download it today. Just go to sexwithemily.com hashtag open. Just spell it hashtag open. All is one word. That's sexwithemily.com slash hashtag open. Vika Ortiz is a non-binary Puerto Rican actor. Drag king plays a character... As the straight whisper on these them's, which is a super hot web series on YouTube right now, it won awards, top trends, creatives, and stories to watch in 2019. So that's these them's. Hello, Vico. Welcome to the show. Hello, hello, Emily. Thank you so much for having me. Yes, of course. I'm so glad you're here. Like to to the rescue. We really we we have a lot to cover. So thank <laughs> I you for do. Us.
0: I when you said the whole like four months without sex, like that really that really hit me, <laughs>
2: right? It's been a whole thing. Like, tell me about... Because you are legendary now. So my producer, Maritza, was like, we got to have Vico on. Because Vico has all these stories and has successfully been meeting people. Um, I, I, have, I mean, I guess, like, I
0: sort of successfully in a way. Like, I've definitely been out and about. I wasn't planning, to be honest. I... Pre-COVID, I love meeting people in person. I'm very, I'm always going out to an event. I'm always at an event, performing as a drag king. I'm always meeting people and I love the organic, you know, at a bar, at a dance. If I see you and I like you, I'll come over, you know, and say something. But then COVID happens and you're like, I can do it any of that at all. So how do you go about it? And the first like couple of weeks, I was like, this is good. You know, maybe I just need to like, just chill it out for a little bit, like be at peace with myself. But a little bit after you're like, I'm I'm getting really horny. Like I'm like watering my plants and one of them touches my hand in a weird, and I'm like, oh, that felt like, oh, what's happening? Like I'm very sensitive to everything. And in the queer world, especially in LA, even if it's like LA and it's a city, it's so small. And I was so reluctant about like going on Bumble or Hinge or Tinder, because I just know I'm gonna see my friends in the app, and I'm just gonna be like swiping my friends, like being like, "Hey, friend, like, what's up, homie? How you doing?" And in the very beginning of COVID, I didn't want to date. I was just like in a very fun dynamic of like friendships that I was like, you know, opening that like physical intimacy with, and it was openness and transparency that like we were getting what we wanted, but also like not having to worry about a relationship. But then. Again, COVID, and you don't know when this is going to end. It's never
2: ending. And a part today. of it is
0: like when you're stripped of like, you know, when people like get blindfolded, all of your senses get heightened. Yes. So in a way, you know, we get stripped of physical intimacy and then all the other senses get heightened, you know? So it's like, okay, is it a good thing that right. I'm doing this or is it
2: because Formal I'm I like, like craving that intimacy? Mm-hmm. Is it real? Mm-hmm. Right. Exactly.
0: But yeah, my first couple of weeks after having my like monkish moment where I was just like, okay, I'm just gonna chill. And then wanting to like crave that like that desire, that want, I opened up Lex. Lex is a queer uh dating app that's just personal ads, and you just like put up a personal there's no photos. You can uh add your Instagram account if you want to. And you can But I love that there's
2: no photos. Like I because I think that's gotten kind of crazy, and that's how it used to be, like, whatever, 30 years ago, when do people use to put stuff in the newspaper? Like it would just be the column, right? And you just have words in exactly. back of the paper, like the guardian. So now, and yeah, exactly. they're like, okay, what does the person have to say? Well, you know, they have to be able to read. I loved it. Cause it was that, cause it's like, you were able to, well, I guess on my end,
0: I opened the app with the intention of just sexting. I don't want to like get
2: to know nobody, no on like, a personal okay.
0: level. I just want to like get a steamy sext here. I'll read you what I wrote on my Yeah, on my because personal. I need to hear
2: like you're legend already. <laughs> So tell me, reme- because oh I think sexting, can I just say this? Like I, I've had moments where I enjoy sexting for sure, but it is an art. And I do think that we've had to rely on a lot of other resources right now because we can't meet people. So I'm always encouraging people. Listen, we can't run out of meat right now, but I kind of like that the quarantine has slowed down making everything, believe it or not, this is coming out of my mouth, that we jump right to sex. Sometimes we jump right to intimacy when we don't even know the person. Maybe you want a relationship and you're like, how to get caught up in the sex. So now we have to get to know people a little bit more or sexed and, or just have conversations on FaceTime. So anyway, I love that you're an avid sexter. Well, let me tell you I'm like, talking to you real quickly. This is Vico Ortiz is with me. You can find Vico on, what's your Instagram? Puerto Rican Ninja. And the same N
0: for Puerto Rican is the same N for Ninja. So just one N.
2: Okay. Check. That out and you can also find us on our Instagram. We we tagged you. Carry on. Oh. <laughs>
0: okay. So yeah. So again, in the very beginning of quarantine, I wasn't really wanting to connect with people, like really. Like I wasn't down for like the FaceTime Zoom thing. And the whole idea of meeting somebody like through the quarantine, like was like a no-go. So I went to Lex and wrote a personal that said, um, <laughs> Uh, I want to make like you one. feel desired, hot, wet. I want to taste you with my words, and I want to feel you with my thoughts. I'm an NB mask presenting Latin queerdo here to serve you. That it's like so good was just the amount of people that were like super down to just like, boom, some people got it immediately. And they just sent me a message being like, I'm wearing this and like, I'm here. And I was like, great, awesome. And some people that were emailing uh, messaging me stuff that's like, hi, I want to get to know you. I was like, just ignoring that because I'm like, I'm not here for this. But the but then the amount of people that were like just going. How many? For it. Your hands going up and down like there was a row, like you had to scroll and scroll. And I scroll. did. It was how like many? 30 people I want to know like how many. throughout. Cause the the ad gets stays there for like 30 days. So like oh. every day I was getting like 15 people like liking it and like commenting on it and whatnot. The first like day I was like, ooh, yes. And I was like here for it. But then it got really overwhelming and I had to like make a document with people's usernames and like the style in which they fucked because obviously we all have different ways that we want to yes but it got overwhelming because I was like I don't want to all of a sudden like send you know someone uh okay I'm like pinning you against the wall and I'm choking you while I'm inside of you well and then that person actually wants to be like loved you know like making love to you and like in a different way and I'm like oh no so so I made a page with like usernames and styles so that like I would be able to keep up. You know, I was making essentially personalized queer erotica. Like in some cases, I was like being the romantic Latino that was like <laughs> doing all these things. And then, like, another ones, I was being the sub. It was a very interesting dynamic.
2: Back up. So I want to know this. I understand like being a switch and being into so many different things because that's what makes the world go on. I think most of us, if we opened up what's possible, we would find that we are into so many different people, events, activities. So I'm with you on that. However, is it more like, can you really be like the daddy one day and you're a sub? Or what, what are you in your heart? Like, what do you really want? <laughs> I'm just hearing pleaser in you because they liked um, you before. It wasn't just like that. But I'm just, I'm curious. Like, are you getting your needs met? That's what I'm feeling. No,
0: 100%. Um, I definitely am a pleaser in a day to day. I had really, I have a very fun dynamic with being a bratty boy with a femme dom. That dynamic really gets me because, in a way, like I have a lot of top energy, but it really gets me off when, like, someone tells me what to do that pleases them. Like, it's like a little bit of like, I'm not so much of the one that's like dominant, but I like someone doming me and letting me tell them that I'm topping. Like, that kind of dynamic. I really, yeah, absolutely. I'm here for it. My incline most of the time is like, go in the very like lovemaking incline. But like, if I know that we both had developed a, BDSM dynamic then I'm like okay like yes let's talk about this and then like negotiate and then see how what feels good and so, so but
2: this is all through the app so and you have all these people and you have not met them you're not going to meet them because we're still in quarantine it's not mm-hmm. safe out there especially and I don't even know their faces. I don't yeah. even
0: know their phone numbers I don't know nothing I just know their usernames of <laughs> course Butterfly, but are you getting turned on Oh, yeah. I mean, the first couple of days I was like super turned on, but then it became a A job. job. I was like, whoa, I need to organize myself when I'm sexting for me to write good. I need to imagine exactly what I would be doing in that scenario. I can't just like write something titillating and call it a day. Like I, I want to really give you that experience of like, okay, so I'm here and my hand is going this way, and then like this other hand is going here. Like, I'm actually really trying to like put myself in that position. But yeah. then when I'm like going back and forth with several people, in one I'm like in this position, but then the other one I'm like backwards now. Like and I'm and yeah, you don't the want to be like pegging
2: different. the person who just wanted to be loved and kissed. I get it. Yes, You're right. This so. is this is a lot of work. <laughs> I'm exhausted hearing about it. So I want to talk about your character. You play Vero on These Them's, which yes. it's a YouTube <laughs> very series. Very different.
0: Everyone. Vero and I, although we're very similar, definitely Vero I feel like is more... Who knows? Actually, maybe Gretchen wants to write Vero to be a kink aficionado, in which case I'm like here for.
2: <laughs> but what I liked was that you spent your time teaching a newly out person all the terms and rules of of identity and queerness, like identity versus sexuality. And so it's still... A new frontier for many of us, for many people. Mm -hmm. How, see you do this on the show, but how can you help my listeners understand this? People hear this, they want to do the right thing, they're not Mm -hmm. sure where to start.
0: The way that I think it's easier to describe sexuality versus identity is that sexuality is who you go to bed with, and then gender identity is who you go to bed as. Does that make a little bit of... Yes, absolutely. Yeah,
2: so meaning like non-binary, meaning you're not thinking that it's not just a male, female.
0: Yes, non-binary. So I'm outside of the societal like binary description. Binary meaning man, woman. Non-binary meaning I'm neither. Now, non-binary, gender nonconformant, gender queer, gender fluid, these are very similar terms. And to each person, it could be... A variety of things. Not everyone that's non-binary uses all pronouns. I specifically like to use all pronouns. Like I like to go literally back and forth between all three, Um, because that's how I feel in terms of like my gender fluidity. Like um, also, gender identity and gender expression are uh, different as well. So like, even though I might be wearing makeup and might be wearing heels like that doesn't make me more of a she, you know, that doesn't, I'm still non-binary and I like to still play with all three pronouns. So like the way I express my gender doesn't have to like necessarily match my gender identity based on like societal, like, um, terms so like
2: so who do you date um, what gender are you dating specific um, all genders all yes so it's been
0: i'd say i'm pansexual with uh, lesbic tendencies (laughs) but yeah the same way that i've like i have come out as non-binary i feel very comfortable in the fluidity of my gender i have met people that are like non-binary trans femme non-binary trans mask uh you know, of all the spectrums. And I just, I don't want to like limit myself into being like, well, I'm, I'm a lesbian, which is totally fine. Like, that's totally okay. If that's like what you want. But in my case, I definitely want to keep exploring and keep like meeting new people. And, and I think honestly, like personally, having uh, physical intimacy with trans and non-binary folk has been amazing because there's so much like, there's so much communication prior to when you're being physically intimate with somebody before coming out it was like for me sex was like penis goes in vagina and then like now sex has changed so much for me and it's so I feel like it's just more beautiful and more vulnerable and comfortable and sexy like I Mm -hmm. feel taken care of when I'm coming in with somebody like before just jumping and like grabbing tits or like going (laughs) in my hand between the legs I always ask what are some trigger places that like you don't want to like be touched like because there are some people that like having pre-op or post-op or whatever, like you want to make sure that they're being like taken care of and you care about, like, you want to worship their body in the best way possible way and they want to do the same thing with you. And I yeah, love I lo- that. Well, I,
2: I love that too. And it's so funny because so many people just are not comfortable. People who are married for 20 years are not comfortable talking about their sex life and what they want. And what I would love is everybody get to the place where you're at that it's just like we're talking about where we're going to dinner. Are we going to have Italian food tonight? Are we being Mexican? Are we cooking? What kind of sex are we having? What are you into? How are you feeling? Well, let me go get something out of the washer dryer. I'll be back. You know, it's like I think we make it so uptight and we get so concerned but that's exactly how it should be. Like what you into? Where do you like to be touched? And then be so much more satisfied and fulfilled, I think. As Absolutely. A, as a
0: and you're not so much in your head, you know, like once you're like, once you have established all these things, like you're not like halfway through being like, oh my God, I just touched this. And like, I don't know if you've already like established all of that, you've got all the questions out of the way. And not just with like, what makes you feel good or not good, but also like, SDIs and a lot of good stuff So it's Let's like Let's talk
2: about that Let's talk about for a minute Like as if someone tells you Like do they tell you Like I have herpes But I'm taking daily suppressant Or I have HIV Literally
0: I'm like great fantastic yeah. Thank you so much for telling me Like what are things That let me know If you have um something coming up or like, what are things that we can do now that will make you feel good and desired? Because I feel like a lot of that pressure comes in like, oh, if I say something, they're not going to desire me anymore. And I think that shouldn't be that way. You know, I still desire you. I just want to desire you the way that like will make you feel comfortable and beautiful and sexy and hot. So I much rather have that conversation before than like all of a sudden be like, oh shit, what just happened? Like now the conversation afterwards, if we don't have that is, like, way worse. Yeah, so it's almost I like you
2: eradicate that. awkward sex, is what we're saying, because so much of the sex that we have, it's just awkward, it's weird, we worry, like, all of that can be avoided if we just got comfortable with this. And it's a practice, too. It's like, it's not like we, we were born with this ability, or we would all be doing it, and I wouldn't have a job. But I don't know. We're so far from that, but I feel like you can learn from people, like, how to just ask for it? Ask for what you want, and ask for what you need in a place where it feels safe. Now, some people don't know, too. Like, some people have never felt safe expressing it. You know what I mean? They just haven't even thought about it. But if you're with someone who shames you for it or is awkward about it, that's not your person. Like, why would you be with someone who doesn't want to get your needs met? Right. So, okay. 100%. So what are you going to do now? So now you have all these people that you're dating and, and so no sex yet. You haven't had any sex,
0: but yeah, no sex, no physical sex, at least, um, like with somebody else, I've definitely have partaken in, uh, self-pleasure a plenty because that's all I do that and eat and watch Netflix <laughs>
2: and TikToks. <laughs> right. We talk about that too. Um, Okay, so we're going to take a quick break. This is Sex with Emily. I am Dr. Emily. We have great guests and callers ahead, so hang out. All right, are you ready to try a little group exercise? Stop what you're doing and take a deep breath. Squeeze your pelvic floor muscles like you're trying not to pee. Hold it tighter. Keep holding and release. Congratulations, you just did one kegel exercise. Do you feel stronger? Of course not. It's like doing one sit-up and expecting a six-pack. It takes time and repetition, and trust me, it's a whole thing. Well, thank goodness for Yarlap, the only clinically proven FDA-cleared device designed to tone and strengthen your pelvic floor automatically. Yarlap is the real deal. It's a small and discreet device that you use at home to have your kegels done for you. Thanks to its auto kegel technology, you can experience a stronger pelvic floor in as little as two weeks and this works. Not only does it help prevent the old sneeze and pee, but strong pelvic floor muscles are at the center of every orgasm. You see where I'm going here. If you're ready to have your kegels done for you and save $30, go to sexwithemily.com yarlap right now and use code EMILY at checkout. That's sexwithemily.com Y-A-R-L-A-P and use code EMILY to save $30 today. Okay, let's talk to Tony, 55, in California. Hi, Tony. What's going on? Hi, Emily. How are you? Hi. I'm good. Thanks for calling. I've
1: been in a relationship for uh, almost 15 years, and 55, she's a little bit younger than me. And I've been contemplating ending the relationship, or I don't know what my next move is. Um, We've invested time into this relationship, but it just seems... It's not going in the right direction at times, uh, kind of bickering, kind uh, consistent basis. Sex went from, you know, fairly consistent to almost, you know, I think the last time we did it was three months ago. Uh, okay. I find her sexually attractive, but she's very conservative, uh, whereas I'm mm. um, much more liberal uh, okay. in the bedroom uh, just from my past and the way I was. Grew right. up, whatnot, and I've suggested counseling, and she's fiercely against it. Just uh, you know, I'm hesitant to try and force her into it. Uh, right. Considered just going for my myself and my own sanity to yeah. find out if, uh, if I'm going if I'm nuts or. <laughs>
2: mm-hmm. No, you're not nuts, Tony. Nuts I mean, or, you know, yeah. I would
1: consider like three people in a relationship. You know, you, me, and us.
2: Exactly. Um, I well, know. I think it's the, the us, problem, Tony. You know? Yeah, I mean, have you have you besides the therapy thing, Tony? And I think I'm always a fan for everybody, for you, your partner together. But tell me, have you talked to her specifically and said to her, you know, let let's talk about what's been going on lately? I feel like there's been some tension. We haven't been as intimate. Have you have you asked her like what's going on? How are you feeling about our relationship? It turns into,
1: from my perspective, and I may be wrong. I don't know. It just it turns into what I feel is a very uh, contentious conversation. I think she immediately goes on the defense um, mm. and starts pushing back against me. Uh, okay. that, you know, sometimes it's all couples go through this or, you know, you did this, you did that, you know, I see okay. it going down a rabbit hole, that uh, mm. is never gets anywhere.
2: Uh, yeah. Anywhere so you're having the same, so you are having the same argument over and I feel over. Like I've
1: been ha- yeah. I've been in this cycle for years mm. of doing this. And there, there are good times in there, but yeah. I'm starting to look at photos and stuff and just go, like, you know, associate, oh, we had an argument then.
2: Yeah, that's not, so this is what I always say. This should be your equation. is like you want it to be more good than bad because always, everyone's going to have bad days with their partners. They're going to hate their partner sometimes, right? Like, you know, they're like, I hate my partner. You know, but I love him. So, but right now you're right. telling me that it actually is more, you know, more bad than good, and it's been that way for a while. So you're right to be thinking about this in a, in a, in a different way. I always mm. think you really can't leave a relationship until you know that you've tried. You've really tried everything. And so I think there's some mm. more steps here, but I hear what you're saying too, that it's like, oh, I'm just frustrated. I'm almost out. But I think the other way you talk to her is it's, um, it has to be at a time when you are relaxing, hanging out together. You're not stressed out. I like to think of halt. You're not hungry, angry, lonely, or tired. And uh. you're not, you know, and you're just sitting, you said, you know, I really want to talk about something, and I've been thinking a lot about our relationship, and my feeling is that, we, you know, you want to use your own feelings, that we haven't really been connecting. Mm -hmm. And I know that there's two of us in the relationship, but I I really think that it's gotten to the point where it feels more bad than good that there's more tension and you know, she might say, Oh, that's not true. You always say that you say, you know, this is, I'm trying, I'd like to have a different conversation with you right now. I feel that it's, I'm not sure that we could keep going in this way. I think a solution would be for us to go see a therapist. And honestly, if she says, no, no, that's crazy. It's only for crazy people or whatever she says. She's like, well, I I don't, you could ask her for her suggestion. Well, what do you suggest? Now, listen, you've been together almost 15 years. This likely isn't a one-time conversation. This is an ongoing, like maybe over the next, you know, few weeks. Hopefully she'll hear you if you do it in a different tone, right? Is that something you've tried before? Like in a different, like it's about both of us. I think we want to be great lovers to each other. We both want to have really healthy lives. This doesn't feel great to me. How has it been feeling to you lately? This is how it feels to me. How has it been feeling to you? And you just keep staying calm and curious. That's why I want you to remember, Tony, you are calm and you're curious. And you're okay. compassionate. Okay. Like you just, it just helps. Yeah. But if you don't feed into the fight, mm-hmm. the same, Margo, oh, you do this, well, you said that, that, that goes nowhere. But if you change, it's called homeostasis, right? We change, our partner change around us. So you change your response, the argument's going to change. It won't have its fuel. Mm-hmm. So what do you think about that, Tony?
1: Right, so, uh, you, you know, I'll try anything. I mean, I don't mm-hmm. relish the thought of ending the relationship after so long. and
2: Of course being not. being back
1: out there in the... In the world and, you know, starting over yeah. again and from many different angles, you know, but, uh, yeah, something has to change. I mean, it has you to, know,
2: you can let you her know, know that I want this to work. I love you. I care about you. I really want to make this work, but I can't keep going like this in the same way. We have to try something different. We have to. And that's the conversation, Tony. It's like, cause I hear it in your voice. But I think unless you mm-hmm. really try and hopefully you can get her to go. And listen, here's the thing about therapy. People think I'm committing them to therapy and you should go for the rest of your life. For so many couples, and this is this is not just me. This is studies and other you know therapists. You just think couples who go to therapy, you are fast tracking every issue you have. You're going to realize in a month, if you go every week for a month, once a week for a month, you're going to know so much more now than you figured out in the last five years. Mm-hmm. You might realize like, oh, this was the problem. Now we're gonna move forward with something healthy, or you'll be like, Oh, we're at a stalemate, like this this can't work. Like you just it fast tracks everything. So I would try that. I mean, I don't have any other solutions for you right now than healthy communication and and, and and keep going back to that, but I am here every night. So what i love is if you have a conversation with her, you get stuck, you can call me back. All right.
1: Okay. That sounds awesome. Okay, best Thank of luck so for you.
2: Okay, of course. Let me know how it goes, Tony. Thanks for calling. Okay. Oh, you guys, relationships are challenging. They really are. And if we haven't spent the time in our relationship to learn how to have healthy communication. It you really see the impact that it has in resolving arguments big and small. You know, having healthy conversations when something gets like when it gets contentious. I didn't ask if there was contempt yet because when it gets to contempt, saying nasty things, name calling, you know, that's when we're in deep water. When you don't want to get to that point. You don't want to get to the point where you're hating each other and you're just awful. You want to get to the pre... You want this to start right away in the relationship. What I hope is you are in your early phases, you're having healthy communication. But it's never too late to learn how to actually talk about what's going on in the moment, how to resolve conflicts, how to hear each other. But the thing is, if you don't know how, I mean, don't beat yourself up. Or we're not taught how to do that. It's not modeled at home. That's where we learn most things. And growing up, I... We didn't have any conflict resolution. We didn't talk about anything. It was just like, you know, my family just sort of looked the other way. And we didn't talk about feelings or emotions or resolve things. It's like, you're the kid. I'm the adult. Done. You know? And then how would I go into an adult who knew how to communicate? And I wasn't in my earlier relationships. I certainly was not best communicator. I was avoidant. And I didn't want to resolve conflicts. I thought that if there was a conflict, it's just time to end the relationship. Because relationships should always be great. It should always be amazing. That's what we see in television. Oh, and my neighbors are so happy. I see them holding hands every single night. It's like, you don't know what happens behind closed doors. And I believe me, your neighbors are not as happy as you think. And we know what happens in the movies. None of that's real. There's no foreplay in movies. So... It's okay to even say to your partner, I know that we don't have the best, even now, maybe you're just fighting about, maybe you're having disagreements about something like where you're going to go on a road trip this summer too, but it's gotten tense, right? That's the same skills you need to solving little conflicts are the ones that you're going to need when you have bigger conflicts and eventually you get to the point where, and I promise you this happens when you learn how to, maybe it's once a week, you're like Tuesday nights, we sit for a half hour and we talk about whatever's on our mind. And we we each talk and we each share and that's when we start to resolve them. Once you've learned these skills of listening and, and reflecting back to your partner what you heard. Like I I okay, so I could say, yo, I really want the bedroom to be green, right? And then your partner says, Oh, I want to be blue. And I say, Well, I think green reminds me of this example of 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 warmth and safety. And I like to feel that way. When we're in the bedroom and they're say, yeah, but you, you, you know, I'm, are you saying I'm not warm? No, I'm just saying that's how I feel. But in healthy communication, your partner would say, oh, they would pair it back to you and say, so what you're saying is you would like the room to be green because it makes you feel safe and healthy. I would say back either. Yes. Yes, you're right. And then they'd say, okay. Now I could say, no, I didn't say safe. I said settled. And then you just sort of, you get to agreement and then your partner gets to respond and say, I hear what you're saying. And so you want to be safe and healthy. And then you offer something. Like you're like, okay, well, I hear what you're saying and I really want you to feel safe and healthy. And and let me tell you why I want blue. And then I would do the same thing. And then we would then you're not fighting about you always get your way. And because every couple has that argument. Every couple has that place that they go that he was just referring to. Tony was referring to this place they go, where you're like, I can't get to the actual argument because we have our routine. So what I want you to do is learn healthy communication skills. There's a great course you can take online now called Nonviolent Communication. You can listen to these shows, all of these things. How do you communicate to a partner? You want to listen, you want to lead with feelings, and you don't want to put your partner on the defensive so all I'm talking about is a skill set, like everything else we do in our lives that are important, our jobs and being a good parent, being a good friend. It's all the same thing, but we just aren't modeled it. We're not bad. We're not wrong. We just didn't take time to, to figure this out. And that's why I also love therapy, because a great therapist will teach you skills on how to de-escalate conflict and how to get to a quicker resolution, and then from there, you start to, you like, oh, yeah, we got this. I mean, it, it's miraculous what it could do for many couples. Or you realize there's things you'll never agree on. You've grown apart. Maybe your values have changed. I mean, whatever it is, you, you find that out because the therapist is like your mediator. They're not taking sides. They're just there to help. We're going to take a quick break, but stay tuned for more Sex with Emily. We're all trying to find a silver lining during this time in quarantine. And if you ask me, one of them is sex toys. Whether you're experimenting for the first time or you're an avid user, let me introduce you to my latest discovery. It's the new sensual Point. The Point is a perfectly sized bullet vibe with a special trick up its sleeve. Mind-blowing power. Like stop the presses. How the hell do they do that kind of power? The Point's secret weapon is its specially designed motor. It delivers strong vibrations that can be felt uniformly all over the toy and not just in one spot. This makes the point perfect for all kinds of positions, either solo play or with a partner. Of course, if I'm telling you about a toy, it's not just the power that I like, it's the quality too. It's made with body-safe medical-grade silicone and comes with a cute little charging stand. And besides all that, they somehow pack 20 vibration patterns and speeds in there. I'm super excited to welcome New Sensual to the Sex with Emily family. And I can't wait to hear all of your feedback after you try The Point. You're going to love it. To order one for yourself, go to sexwithemily.com point. That's sexwithemily.com slash P-O-I-N-T. Okay. John 64 in California. Hey, Dr. Emily, I came across your site and thank you for opening this forum. My wife and I have just very recently discovered a BDSM lifestyle. Who knew? We're a monogamous, straight married couple of about 20 years, and do not envision that changing. Although we thought we would be identified as switch in our play, I knew almost immediately that I was the sub, and that was all I cared to be. So when he says switch, that someone would be dominant, and someone would be, you know, submissive, and then they would switch. I held off telling her as long as I could, three days, LOL, because I thought that she too expected and wanted to be the sub. She's naturally deeply caring and submissive. Contrary to this, I've been very dominant in every aspect of my personal and professional life forever large corporate executive, etc. We get you here. We get you, John. We're still in a bit of awe uh, at what this has opened up our lives, extensive communication, a broader and more fulfilling sex life, and a deeper mutual trust than we've ever experienced before. We weren't bad before, but we both feel like this has brought tremendous balance to our life beyond our sex life. My question, how do we expand our social circle to find and socialize with other like-minded couples? We aren't interested in changing our monogamous lifestyle, or sharing our actual sex play with others, just a safe means to socialize with persons of a like lifestyle and life experiences. Well, John, I love this. First of all, I love that you guys have opened up your play to to something a little bit different, a little kinkier. After twenty years, this should be. I, I, w- I hope that that there's people listening who've been in relationships and you think this is it. This is how we're always gonna have sex. I'm gonna be on the top. She's gonna be on the bottom. We're gonna have missionary. We're gonna roll over. We're gonna. It's gonna be over. It's no. He sixty four. 20 years together, and they've realized that there's a new lifestyle. And not only did they decide that they wanted to be into some, you know, BDSM, bondage, discipline, sadomasochism, you know, just could even mean handcuffs and blindfolds. We're not; doesn't have to be a whole dungeon. But he's saying we did something and we mixed it up. And then he even went further to say, and I wanted to be submissive, which it's very common for as far as this lifestyle goes, that there are men who are dominant everywhere else in their life, right? From you know the boardroom and they've got all the things going on, but in the bedroom, they want to be submissive. Even then that was able to work. That was another layer he went through. So I just want to congratulate you, John. Thank you for your email. And also to answer your question, okay, well, the great news is, is right now there are some places, well, I don't mean right, right now during COVID because everything's a little more challenged, but as far as bridging that gap between like, how do we find like-minded people? There's a few places I can send you. There's one called, this is amazing, it's called Hashtag Open. You just spell it out, Hashtag Open. And it's actually a dating app, but it's for single people, it's for couples, it's literally for people in every type of relationship looking for any kind of thing, LGBTQ, non-binary, trans, I mean, there are everything on there. And so if you check out Hashtag Open, you could put a profile up there and you can sort of say, looking to socialize for people you know who are like-minded. And so I think finding someone on an app right now, I even was reading during COVID that there was like people having play parties on Zoom. And so that might be a great place to find that. Also another site that lists a lot of different kind of events like this is FetLife, that's F-E-T Life. Um, So those are some places where I think you could just start looking and finding people. another place might be Reddit. Now that I'm thinking about it, I feel like Reddit has a lot of sub communities of people. I don't know if they have groups on there, but I just was... There's a lot of sex stuff that goes on there. But if you want something that's a little bit more people in who are like-minded and not just talking about it, I would say build yourself a profile and hashtag open. Tell me how it goes. I've heard so many great things and then fat life. The good news about that is I think you once you find a good couple that you, you know, some people you like, this is how I always found, once you find someone you you really get along with or you like, whether it's socially or professionally, you tend to meet their friends and it tends to grow from there. So I love it. All right, business with Emily. Find me Monday through Friday from 5 to 7 p.m. Pacific on SiriusXM Stars for even more awesome sex talk calls and segments. It's a great time. You can find more at sexwithemily.com slash SXM. Also follow me on all social media. It is Sex with Emily across the board, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Was it good for you? Email me, feedback at sexwithemily.com. You know, I love helping people prioritize their pleasure and build their sexual confidence. And often, that advice comes with a toy recommendation. Well, this is why I'm so excited to let you in on a secret project I've been working on. A vibrator that helps do all of that. It's the Sex with Emily Vesper, an elegant little vibrator you wear as a necklace. It's a beautiful pendant that can be your little secret or a sexy conversation starter totally up to you and if wearing a vibrator around your neck isn't enough of a confidence booster my Vesper comes engraved with your choice of three limited edition phrases I wrote for you I come first turn me on or meditate masturbate manifest and you know that if I put the sex with Emily name on something it's a high quality product my Vesper is super strong for its size USB rechargeable and includes a 26 inch chain it's available in three colors silver gold and rose gold never tried a vibrator no problem have a closet full at home, I promise my Vesper is something totally unique. The Sex with Emily Vesper starts at just $69 and you can order yours at sexwithemily.com slash Vesper. That's my site sexwithemily.com slash V-E-S-P-E-R. And when you get it, be sure to let me know what you think.